There it was. How long have we been waiting for that one? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins 2, Senators 0, Casey DeSmith with a 26-save shutout. Jeff Carter scored the only goal of the first 59 minutes, and then Brian Rust with the empty netter. And overall, it was the first truly complete game this team has had since, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. And it was very much needed more than anything. And I've kind of been saying this on here for weeks. This team needed to re-remember how to defend, how to get in people's faces, how to gain the upper hand when it comes to defending, to defend on your toes, to borrow a Mike Sullivan favorite. That's what happened in this game. You can laugh off the Senators uh, as much as you want. Fact is, they just beat the Hurricanes the other night. And they've been playing better hockey since the start. And on top of that, Matt Murray looks like Matt Murray again. That was the most saves Murray's made in a game since he played in Pittsburgh with 42. And let's also remember that every other time the Penguins have faced Ottawa, it's been pretty sloppy. And while that might have something to do with letting up because you know you're facing a lesser opponent, didn't look like that to me. It looked to me like Ottawa just had some mismatch advantages, uh, especially up front, especially on the forecheck. Notice any of those guys last night? Hmm? Nope. Brady Kachuk? Nope. They had some chances. They had some really good chances that DeSmith did well to stop. But for the most part, there wasn't a sustained attack The game was in the Penguins' control from front to finish. But oh my goodness, it's that finish that I want to talk about. Because here came the Penguins' first line over the boards. The same point of discussion that everyone was having the other night in Boston, remember? Why was Sid's line out there anyway? Meaning for the Brad Marchand thing. The reason Sid's line is out there is because they do the job. And in this case, the Senators had their only significant flourish, like a sustained flourish. And in fairness, they're six on five, so they kind of should. And the puck came loose to Tim Stutzla off to the side of the net. Point blank opportunity. Really, really good young player. Not one of those people you'd want to have it on his blade there. And no less than Sidney Crosby came across with a double pad slide, if you want to call it that, for an outstanding block. The puck came around. Senators kept pushing. Round to the other side now. A shot's taken. Now it's Jake Gensel with the block. And as the puck caroms off Gensel, guess who's now on that same side? meaning he switched sides right after the block. Yeah, it was Sid again. Sid gets it, 
feeds Rust. Rust fights off and auto a player through the neutral zone and just guides the puck into the empty net. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful shift. And a beautiful answer to anybody who wonders why those guys are out there at the end. It's not to get the captain his 500th goal. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. This was Mike Sullivan after the game in Ottawa talking about that last shift. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was tremendous tonight. You know, on both sides of the puck, he, their line I thought was was tough to handle all night long. They had some really good looks, especially in the third period. Uh, just playing with a one-goal lead the way we did, just uh, in, an assertive game, playing on our toes. And it, it always starts with Sid for me. You know, he just, uh, he's such a great leader in that regard, just playing the game the right way. He defends hard. You know, that's one of the reasons why we use that line in five-on-six scenarios. They, they just play the game the right way. They're willing to block shots, and, uh, and he leads the charge for us. You know, he, he didn't score tonight, but he, but he certainly played the game uh, in such a way that, that helped us win. Now, I'm not here to downplay DeSmith's shutout. He's had a couple of good performances in a row, including the one against Detroit. Wonderful. He's got to show more. I don't just need to see a backup goaltender who can be a backup goaltender. When I'm talking about a Stanley Cup contender, I need to see two goaltenders who can win me the cup. That sounds unreasonable. So be it. I don't know that DeSmith's it. It'd be wonderful if he is. I still want to see more of Louis Domingue when he comes back. I'm putting that in parentheses. I'm not suggesting Domingue can win you a Stanley Cup. And I'm not going to take anything away from... Carter, who hasn't scored a whole lot lately, but has still been playing some pretty good hockey. Overall, the Carter line had a terrific shift. Really solid forecheck that led to a Thomas Shabbat turnover. And Chris Letang set up Carter for the one-timer. He just blistered it past Murray. Murray had no chance. That's all good stuff, but what this team needs to do, and I apologize in advance for the broken record component here. This team needs to defend, and it needs to defend at an elite level, and it needs to defend in a default way, in a way where the players aren't even really thinking about it. They're not even consciously doing it. It's something that Zach Aston Reese mentioned to me in Boston the other day, where he said, I've gotten to the point now where I'm defending as if that's why I'm out there, as if that's what I'm holding up as my main purpose in playing, not even really thinking about offense. Well, you don't want to go that far, and he doesn't either, as he would later acknowledge. He does need to score someday. But the team overall needed this because it needed to remember that it can do this. And the fact that it happened on the road against an opponent that's, I'll say it again, given them some significant trouble, and that it came with the offense only capable of beating the other team's goaltender 
once. That's that's what you needed. And you know who knew that more than anyone else? Even more than Sullivan? Yeah, the captain. This is this is what he does. This is what he does. The serial winner. He's always thinking about that specific outcome. And it wasn't just in that final shift. It wasn't just in the block on Stutzla. It was in his play all over the rink in Ottawa and two nights earlier in Boston when he was matched up most of the night against Patrice Bergeron of all huge challenges. He prevailed in both of those, and he did so in a way that sets an example for everyone else that's above and beyond reproach. You can't watch Sidney Crosby play like that, be wearing the same sweater from the bench and think, eh, that's not for me. I'll leave that to the pedestrian likes of Sidney Crosby. you got to compete the same way he competes. I believe this was a significant victory for the Penguins. Do not laugh at me when we come back. Just one question. It's time for just one question that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. FuboTV.com slash DK. And today's J1Q comes from Ty, who asks, do you think that Casey DeSmith's last two starts, now including this one, might give him a chance to save his job as the backup behind Tristan Jari going into the playoffs? He stopped 30 out of 32 against Detroit, then a shutout in Ottawa. He looks like a totally different player from last month. He does, Ty. He is simultaneously more in control of his motions and more aggressive. Those two things might sound like they're at odds, but they're not. When DeSmith is out of control, he does a lot of east-west, and you see him sliding out of the crease too much. Again, I'm talking about east-west, not forward. And at the same time, and this is what's strange about him, when he's doing that, he won't go forward. He'll back off, and he's not a big dude, and he's never going to change not being a big dude. So when teams see a lot of net on him, this is the National Hockey League. They're going to find those holes, and they're going to hit him, and they're going to be upstairs, as we've seen throughout the season when he's played. What he's done in these last couple of games is taken away the angle. He's been aggressive. But if you paid attention to this specific facet of his play, you didn't notice him all that much. Does that make sense? Think about it. Even the couple of breaks that the Senators had, 
the clear breaks. He stayed within himself, kept his shoulders up, moved across the crease as much as he had to, and took away the net. That's the very best version of DeSmith. Here's what he had to say about his performance last night in Ottawa. Um, you know, maybe part, part way through the game, you know, feel start to build some confidence if the uh, game's going well. But no, there's no, like, magic feeling. It's just kind of, you know, it's, it's a full team game, and we played great tonight. And I was just happened to be uh, behind everybody. Hey, good for him. Terrific. Maybe the fourth or fifth time I've mentioned that today. I'm not taking anything away from him. I just need to see a lot more to believe that this is the goaltender who helps you get the Stanley Cup if Jari falters. Sure, Jari's got to be your guy. Sure, you've got very little chance if Jari does go down. But sometimes you just need a backup to get you a game or two in the playoffs. A great game or two. Go back through this franchise's history and all five of the championships, and you'll find each one includes a story like that, where it's a Frank Peter Angelo or a Jeff Zatkoff, or the one year the Penguins were really blessed to have both Murray and Marc-Andre Fleury. Pretty nice backup to turn to. That's a little unrealistic. But having someone that you know can go in there cold and win for you your biggest game of the year. Let's just keep watching. Let's see how he does. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. I'm heading to Newark this weekend to cover Penguins versus Devils. And we will do another one of these Monday morning. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.